Hello, and welcome to Relevate Presents Scholar's Ship, the podcast where we use real research to analyze, scrutinize, and humanize your favorite TV and movie couples. I'm your host, Eric Goodcase. Hello, and welcome to a special Canadian edition of Relevate Presents Scholar's Ship. We're talking about the Canadian drama Degrassi today. I'm going to be talking about that with Sarah Kuborn, who is a certified family life educator and will be starting as a family studies professor at Southeast Missouri State in the fall. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem at all. Uh, Any excuse to talk about Degrassi is (laughs) good for me. Um, So I wanted to give you the opportunity to start and talk a little bit about your research Um, research interests, kind of what you've been up to uh, in that part of your life? Yeah. Well, a lot of my research focuses around family life education and sexuality education. Um, Right now, I'm working on using young adult literature to facilitate sexuality communication between parent and child, Mm -hmm. specifically adolescents, um, to see if that assists in any of the comfort that both of them feel. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully family life educators can use that in their programming. Very cool. Yeah, and I know that um, in the first episode, Amber talked a little bit about um, that a lot of times teenagers do want to get information from their parents, but a lot of times either parents feel awkward or kids mm-hmm. feel awkward. Um, so this, you know, using media like a book or something along those lines could kind of facilitate that conversation. Yeah, teachable yeah. moments. You could use Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> There is certainly lots of Degrassi. <laughs> that would be great talking points for relationships. Yes. Great discussion starters. Yeah, for sure. So um, let's get into it. So because there is so much Degrassi to talk about, there's the original show in the 80s, mm-hmm. Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. There's the next generation. And now there's Next Class, which is on Netflix. Um, just to kind of keep our own sanity. We're focusing on the next generation, um, which starts um, in early 2000, 2001. 2001. Yeah. Um, and we're going to mainly focus on some of like the beginning characters. I didn't follow the show after um, uh, like Spinner and Emma and those characters left. I don't know how long you followed. Yeah, it. I didn't follow that after yeah. so if they you're left the high school. Really big fans of some of the characters that came later. I know I've done some reading and I know that there's a huge following for um, Claire and Eli. I'm not familiar with them at all, so I apologize to huge fans of them or some of the other characters that kind of come on later. Um, mainly for time, we're just not going to be able to get too far. Maybe there'll be a part two in the future. Who knows? Um but we're mainly going to focus on uh, relationships for characters um, in the first couple that kind of get introduced in the first couple seasons. Um, if those characters end up with someone or, or we end up talking about someone from later seasons, that's fine. We probably will stick to some of the earlier ones. Um, and the way we wanted to structure this was we we're kind of rewriting Degrassi history. So Sarah and I will kind of take turns. Um, talking about different characters and their relationship history, and then we'll kind of, I guess, almost put them in a better relationship than they um, ended up in, or put them in a in a better relationship situation. Because based on how the show goes, if you've ever watched the show, you know that school is cursed. 
which means that you can't get you can't be alive in that school and not have terrible things happen um, because it's a very dramatic show. There's not very many healthy relationships either. Nope. So we are taking the liberty of putting them in very healthy relationships by <laughs> changing Degrassi history a little bit, rewriting. Um, so we kind of went through and did this on our own, and then we'll be kind of like getting together. And um, so the things that Sarah shares will be the first time I'm hearing it and vice versa. Um, so Sarah, what was your process like kind of putting this together? Okay, through. so it was a long process. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes hurt so much from watching so much TV. But I started out just taking notes <clears throat> about any characteristics of the characters. Um, nice. So the beginning characters of Emma mm -hmm. and Manny and all of them, just who they are as people, what their interests are, uh, how they behave. And then I realized there were way too many characters for me to do that <laughs> with all of them. And they changed so much throughout yeah. the seasons that it was difficult. So then I started just taking notes of who was dating who or who hooked up with who or mm. who was flirting with who. And that got overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I made it through. Uh, and then I just put people with people that I was like, this is the relationship. This is the person that I think they would have fit best with. Yeah. That's kind of the approach I took is I tried to like take a big picture approach. Like, okay, like from what I know about the grassy history, what would make the most sense for these characters based on their development and maybe where they were at certain times. And uh, mine's kind of sprinkled with stuff that changes like early on and stuff that mm -hmm. changes later on. So it, I tried to give a good mix of it, but it was, it was really hard because like, like I said, there's a lot of, uh, interesting relationships that kind yes. of happen. Um, so I figure we should get started. We have a lot to cover, but um, whatever it takes, I know we can make it through. If we just hold out, <laughs> I know we can make it through. Oh, my roommates got so annoyed with, with that. that song. <laughs> yeah, that song, it does get really annoying. I was so glad they took out the lyrics for the later seasons. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, I, I also agree. <laughs> Uh, my fiance is not a huge fan of the uh, theme song either. I usually try to skip ahead on YouTube. Yes. Um, or, but yeah, by the way, all the all the seasons are on YouTube if you want to check it out. Um, but yeah, definitely. It's, I enjoy when they take the words out of the theme song by the end. <laughs> all right. So we want to get started. You can uh, You want to choose the first character we talk about. Yes. I want right. to choose Emma. Okay. Because she's about the first person you see. Emma Nelson. Yeah. In season one. Yeah. And so. she's actually the reason Next Generation started. Because um, Spike was a character in Degrassi High and Degrassi Junior High. And Emma was born mm -hmm. on Degrassi Junior High and High. And that's kind of what... She's perfect to start yeah. with them. Yeah. It's, it's meant to be. <laughs> so should we, let, let's go through Emma's dating history. Yeah. So... The big one being Sean. Yes. She dates Sean. The big real relationship. Yeah, she dates Sean early on in season one. They break up. They get back together. They break up. Yeah, there's a lot of off and on there. There's some off and on there. Um, then she dates Chris super briefly. Chris mm -hmm. was a very brief character in general. Mostly just to date Emma and then leave. They break up over the summer. Yeah, and then yeah, you don't even see their breakup. They just kind of happen to break up. Then she dates Peter, which was a total train wreck. 
What a so I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. And I put him down as loser guy when I was yeah. taking notes because I just did not like he's him a at person. all. <laughs> they try to redeem him later in the yeah. later seasons, but I just can't get over oh. how terrible person he is. So bad. Uh, and then Emma gets back with Sean after he comes back. And then Sean leaves. Yes. And then I'm trying to remember. Oh, she dates Kelly in college. She dates her college roommate. There's, oh. there's a lot that goes on with her. And then the very end of Emma's entire story arc is in the movie where she marries Spinner, a character who she really had served. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You didn't know this? <laughs> no, I didn't see the movie. Okay. So in Degrassi Takes Manhattan, <laughs> um, Spinner and Jane break up. And Emma... And Manny and Jay are trying to cheer Spinner up. So they go to Niagara Falls and gamble. I think it's Niagara Falls. And they get, like, Vegas married. And the rest of the movie is them deciding whether or not they should stay together or not. Spoiler alert. They do. And they get married. So For reals. The entire story arc of Emma ends with her marrying Spinner. So that's... Doesn't make any sense. No. There was no sign of them being compatible or interested in each other early on. There was no sign that they really are all that great at communicating with each other. It was just kind of... Yeah, they barely talked to each other. Really. Yeah, they just threw two characters together at yeah. the end. Oh, god! And this is after Emma um, burns down the dot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Yeah, it was just a whole mess. Goodness. So... A lot there for Emma's history. Oh, and she also has a thing with Jay. Yes. I was going to mention that. Wouldn't call that a relationship, but certainly a... She also dates Damien. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Damien. Yes. Who is the guy that comes from the other school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he only comes on for like a season. Yes. He's only involved in season seven. Yeah, and he um, cheats on her with Liberty. Yeah, at prom. At prom. (laughs) Poor Emma. I know. Emma has a rough... bad history yeah oh she goes through so much she really does i mean the very first episode is her having kind of an online boyfriend who turns out to be a sexual predator yeah so she's been through quite a bit so let's give emma a happy ending yes not well you know maybe involve spinner i don't know what you put but let's give Emma happy ending that she didn't get in the show. What, yes. do, you, what do you think is her happy I, ending? I, of course, would have put her with Sean. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. I love Sean, and yeah. I love them together. They communicate well. Mm-hmm. Um, they work well. Her family loves them. Mm-hmm. He loves them. Yeah. Um, Snake really, or Snake and Spike really kind of adopt Sean. Yeah. yeah. When he Especially comes Snake. back from um, duty, he stays with Emma while Emma's dating Damien. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. And yeah. when he leaves, he says, you are all that I would come back to yeah. if I were to come back. Yeah. And that that's, there's a huge bond there. Yeah. They just, yes, they were on and off. And I think Sean could use some uh, work on terms of like talking through some things. I think there's yes. a lot of anger and like a lot of the issues that he has with Emma are kind of born out of him kind of like not being able to kind of regulate some of the anger that he has based on his background as a yeah. rough upbringing. And he was kind of supposed to be kind of the hard character with a soft inside, but he mm-hmm. still has some of that 
anger there. But I, I really like Sean and Emma together as well. I, I, my rewrite is that Sean doesn't enlist in the army. Yes. That's where I, I was so surprised things. when that happened. I was too. It kind of makes sense. I, in some ways in that he can kind of um, continue in his interests in the mechanic type stuff and mm-hmm. it kind of gives him a community that he lacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely, it was almost kind of out of nowhere as well. That's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's Maybe they just had to write him off the show or something. Yeah, possibly. So I, mine was the same. So Sean and Emma end up together was my rewrite for Emma. I think that, I think they bring out some good in each other. I think she gets him to talk about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, he feels really comfortable with her yeah. in ways that he doesn't feel comfortable with others. Um, they were really mature about how they handled sexuality and uh, really mature about uh, when they had problems most of the time. I think when they were really young, it's to be expected they didn't handle mm-hmm. it super well. Like the yeah. second time they broke up was... I believe that time where he got really drunk at her house. Mm. I think that was the second time they broke up. I can't remember if that was the case. Or that was season three. Yeah, two or three. Yeah. I don't remember. It was early on, but like two. they were pretty young. Um, but later on, like the breakup involved him enlisting in the army. Like he was making yeah. a. That's his commitment. Yeah. Um, so it was it kind of is a very mature like you know we have different kind of like trajectories that we're yes. on. So it's kind of a mature breakup in that sense. I wish he had talked about it more with her. I think it mm-hmm. did kind of come out of yeah. He just kind of said, "This too. is what I'm doing." Yeah, they didn't really kind of talk it out mm-hmm. at all. And but I still. also really love that Emma seemed like herself the most with him. Yeah. When she was with Damien, she was always trying to be this adventurous person that you just yeah. knew she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually a very responsible person and is predictable, and she hated that. Yeah. Because she she just wanted people to like her more. Mm-hmm. And with Sean, I just always felt like she she felt comfortable. Yeah. It was the same with, it was the same with Kelly as well. Like she kind of tried to change who she was to kind of like um, be with Kelly and then they ended up breaking up because she was kind of trying to change him. Mm-hmm. So they kind of went off a similar road. But I think I think you're right. I think she was the most herself with Sean. And like Sean respected her so there's a scene um, right after, so Peter and her start dating and Peter sets up a picnic, which would be like a really nice idea, but he brings fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Clearly not knowing that Emma yep. is vegetarian. And then a few episodes later, Sean puts together this whole dinner for her with Tofurky. Yep. So like he kind of like gets her and like they kind of allow each other to be themselves a little bit. Yeah, they but, respect, respect each, each other. other. So, yep. On a different level than I think they had in any other relationship. Well, Emma had another relationship. Yeah. Should we move on, or do you have any other Emma thoughts? I'm good. Okay. Who do I want to start with? Um, all right, I'm going to go with what I thought was my most interesting, like, out-of-the-box one. So I'm going to go to Marco, Marco De Rossi. Okay. So Marco's dating history is mostly wrapped up in Paige's brother, Dylan. Yes. So he dates Dylan. Oh, actually, he first, um, before he kind of... Um, kind of understand, like, knows where he's at mm-hmm. in his sexuality, he starts dating Ellie. Yes. Um, and they have a, a very adorable episode where they kind of get together and looked like things were kind of going up. But then um, 
Marco, who is played by Adamo, I don't want to say his last name, Giaro, and he is gay in life as well. So I think, um, I wonder if that played into some of this too, but um, Marco started to kind of like question his sexuality, wasn't sure. Um, and then um, as he kind of developed and grew, he started to kind of like understand that he was gay and mm-hmm. he was interested in men. And, and then his first kind of big crush was Dylan, Paige's brother. Um, and then there's a few other relationships he has kind of in between. He dates this guy, Tim, mm-hmm. really briefly, um, was never really into him. And then same same thing after Dylan breaks up with him again. In the second part, he dates uh, Eric. Yes. And that was, he wasn't really that interested in Eric either. No. Um, so really, Marco's dating history is Dylan, who he was so in love with. Yeah. And um, two guys he didn't really care for very much. Yeah. So what was your happy ending for Marco? He doesn't stay with any of them. Okay. Um, I didn't like Dylan. I didn't either. I'm so glad you said this. He seemed selfish mm-hmm. and uh, didn't really respect Marco. Yeah. I think he liked how much Marco liked him more than he liked Marco. Yes. That was the um, impression I got. Yeah. It was kind of like the Marco was on the back burner, just in yeah. case, you know? Yeah. He's there. If even we break they, up, he'll still probably date me again. Even when they lived together, I got that sense. Yeah. Like, he just didn't seem that into Marco as Marco. I think he just liked, liked that Marco was so into him. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, like, when Dylan went off to play hockey, he didn't even, like, tell Marco about it. He was having all these meetings behind yeah. Marco's back. And he wasn't honest about it at all. Yeah, not even mentioning the fact that the first time they broke up was because... Having an open relationship is one thing, but you have to communicate that with your partner before yes. you start doing that. Otherwise, that's cheating. It's not an open relationship. And that's what they call it in yeah. the seasons. It's cheating. It is. It's uh, Yeah, and they do refer to it. I think Dylan wouldn't refer to it that way, but that's because he's kind of a jerk. That's because he's Dylan. Yeah. yeah. So, so sorry. So, to go off. Who did you put him with? So, did you have anything else for him? or No. I just, I think he can find someone yeah. else in the future. Yeah. And he actually, like, I think he could benefit from some single life, too. Yeah. He, in some of the later episodes, you could start to notice that he really struggled being alone or not part of, like, something. Like, yeah. And he almost, like, I think he makes out with Ellie. Yeah, in like, season seven, he realizes yeah. he's really dependent on Ellie. Yeah. And they decide to move mm-hmm. apart. Yeah, I think he just, I think he could use some... Um, Exploration. Yes. I actually went a different direction. Okay. So this is based on something I heard. So when they, uh, when the next class came out, they did some kind of like, um, they did like a throwback episode where some real characters came oh. out. Oh. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let you know where that is. I think it's <laughs> season two of Next Class. Okay. Episode four or something like that. They have some characters come back. And when the characters came back, they did a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, interviews and um, the guy that plays Marco does a bunch of interviews with people, and we find out that there was a storyline at one point where Craig and Marco, Craig was going to be a love interest for Marco, potentially. Ooh. So that's what I have as mine, is that Craig is comes in and is gay, and kind of is, or bi, either way, 
um, and is a love interest for Marco. Okay. So here's where this kind of came from, because I'm putting a person who was the victim of cheating with someone who is a serial cheater. Yeah. So I was a little worried about that, but here's where here's where I'm kind of trying to like save that. Craig talks about things with Marco. He doesn't talk about with anything else. Whenever Craig had like a problem with Ashley mm-hmm. or Panny or whoever he was dating, Marco was the guy he would talk to. He was kind of like able to be vulnerable with Marco in a way that he couldn't with other yeah. people, like even like Jimmy and Spinner and his other friends. Um, so, and they did, they did share a kiss. I don't know if you remember that at all. I don't. In the episode where Dylan kind of brings up the open relationship thing. Mark okay. was trying to like make Dylan jealous. Um, and so he kisses Craig and then Craig, <laughs> Craig has the uh, the great line where he's just like, when in doubt you kiss Craig, <laughs> go talk to him. <laughs> so uh, that part was really great. I just, I, I just liked how they could. And that was an instance where Craig was talking to Mark. It wasn't like just Craig could talk to Mark in that way. Mark could talk to Craig in that mm-hmm. way. So that was, that was my hope for them. That was my most, Maybe not my most off the wall, but I think that was the most um, different I worked. Because I didn't like Dylan either. And he just, Marco wasn't interested in any other guys he kind of like dated yeah. at all. Um, so I had to go off script a little bit. And that works. The information I learned about Craig, I think, kind of put it over the top. And I was like, yeah, you know, I could see that. I could see them being, being a good couple. I don't yeah. know if they would have made it overall. I think the cheating thing is a big deal. I don't know if that, how that would have worked, but... Yeah. So they're compatible and good communicators. Mm-hmm. And I think for me with this list, I think that some of the temptation is like, they're so cute together. They have so much chemistry, Yeah. but to really think about like how they communicate. And I think Marco and Craig is a really good example of that. Like, you know, chemistry can only get you so far. Yeah. Um, being able to communicate things is really important. And Marco and Craig, I think had that level of communication that could, set them apart from maybe some of the other characters that didn't have such great relationships. Definitely. Yeah. So that was, that was my fun one. Well, hopefully not just the only fun one. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Your turn. Who do you want to talk about next? Let's talk about Ashley. This one I struggled with. I did too. Yeah. Okay. So she dates Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Then she dates Craig. Then she dates... Jimmy again. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, she hooks up with Sean. Oh, that's right. In the ecstasy episode. Yep. And then almost dates him the next season. I have Alex and Ashley on here too, but I don't remember this. Oh, um, she does date a guy in London. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah, so she has some London boyfriend that you never meet, but is alluded to. Yeah. And then I think she ends going on tour with Craig, right? She does. So I don't know if they're back together or not. Like in the or movie, if it's just a tour. In the movie, Craig has a different girlfriend. Okay. So it's not Ashley, but they do go on tour together. So I don't know if they rekindle anything. I imagine yeah. they might just because they're together. But so yeah, she kind of bounces around a little bit. So what was your what was your happy ending? Um. This, I I don't know, honestly. Yeah. So it changed based on her development throughout. So yes. developmentally, I think when they when she was a senior, which would have she was a fifth year actually, right. 
she was really good with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, their senior year together was good. I agree. Until Jimmy went to uh, work on, what is her name? Are you talking about Tracy or Trina? Yes. Trina. Trina. Mm-hmm. Trina. When Jimmy gets with Trina, I liked that, but I didn't. Uh, I liked how Jimmy and Trina could talk together. That was great. But Ashley was so supportive of Jimmy at that time. Until the end. Yes. Yeah. Because she was, she like, he did that rap track over her song. Yeah. She cut it out. Like, I thought that, like, without telling him, I'm like, like, that's a, we're going to break up movie five. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you don't. And that was the one, that was the first time you hear Drake rap. Yes. Ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe not ever. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the first time Drake, like, raps. Yeah, it's when he's um, doing that with Ashley. Oh, actually, you know what? He does that, like, really sexist rap with Spinner a few seasons before. Oh. So that's really your first Drake okay. rap. But, like, the first legit rap he does is with Ashley. Mm-hmm. And then he just cuts her up. She cuts him off the track. And... Yeah. It's not okay. Oof. They, they seemed pretty compatible with the yeah. music stuff. Yeah. Um... They wanted yeah. to go into law together at one point, yes. too. Yes, and that's the part that I was thinking for their senior year as well. Is like They had the similar ambitions. Their life course seemed like it was going to stay on track with yeah. one another. Uh, they had a good foundation from prior time of dating. Yeah. Um, they've been through a lot together. Yeah. And they've still made it through sometimes, but then Ashley had to go and do that. Yeah. Ashley was very... Self-destruct. Well, you know what? I'm not going to say self-destructive because I think it's important to like recognize like these were pretty young relationships. Yes. And you know what? She had to make a decision between kind of independence and being in a relationship mm-hmm. a couple times. Yeah. One being with Craig and like going to London. Craig wanted to go with her to London. And she's like, mm, that was a good call by Ashley. It was a good call by <laughs> Ashley. And I think that her kind of like, prioritizing herself and her goals, life goals, was a good decision in that case. I think with Jimmy, it's probably also a good decision in terms of like, you know what, I'm not so serious about this relationship where I'm going to um, put that above my life goals. Mm -hmm. So it just, the second time was definitely a little bit harsher and I don't like how she did it, but I think she maybe made a good decision in that. So I wouldn't call her self-destructive except in the case of doing ecstasy in season one. That was the self-destructive part. Yeah. That was... um, Not smart. No. It's just so out of character and so, like, it completely changed the the trajectory of her as a character. Mm -hmm. She was never the same afterwards. That was my rewrite, is that she doesn't take the ecstasy. The Jimmy relationship kind of stays from the beginning. I don't know if it would have stayed going on. And like, I think based on her personality, she still would put her needs at like, not maybe not always like above the needs of Mm -hmm. Jimmy or the relationship, but just kind of like, she would still kind of like, right. Like uh, make it important, her independence and her life goals. But it'd be interesting to see like what their trajectory would look like if that had never yeah, I like Drake's better. a rapper now. Yeah, like, like she could have. She could have <laughs> done really well. Oh. And side note about Drake, Drake, I'm still waiting for your apology about referring to Degrassi as the bottom. So whenever you want to send that to me and to the rest of the Degrassi fans, I'll I'll be listening. Thank you. <laughs> hey everyone, Eric here. 
I uh, wanted to address the last comment we made uh, just now about Drake. So I, we recorded this at the beginning of the month, and you know I'm not sure how he heard about it, uh, but clearly Drake was upset about what I had said uh, and released a music video detailing how he was upset. Um, and not only that, included the entire Degrassi cast almost in what was just a beautiful video. So I am sorry, Drake. Uh, I'm sorry I made you upset. I know you have other beefs that are probably bigger and more important that you have to deal with. So like dealing with me uh, probably wasn't your favorite thing to do, but I really appreciate it, man. Um, thank you. That was an amazing video. Uh, I loved it so much. So thank you so much for what you did. And uh, back to the podcast. All right. Can we talk about Craig and Ashley? Yeah, let's talk about Craig and Ashley. We're already on we're, we're still on Ashley, yeah. yeah. I liked them together, except Craig was dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I'm glad that he, I'm glad that both of them kind of went their separate ways mm -hmm. and got the independence and the kind of soul searching that they needed to do. Yeah. Um, and then when they, when they go on tour together, when she walks up to the stage, I don't think it's because she and him are having a thing together. Mm. And I, I don't see that actually happening. Yeah, and they, based on the movie, the last time you see Craig, it doesn't. Yeah. So, I think Jimmy, yeah, is the best one. I think that, that was kind of where I was coming from with it, too. I think that was her most healthy relationship. The way they communicated at that age was really strong. And even though, like... Ashley had some things that drive me crazy. Yeah. Like the way she talks to Terry is pretty, pretty rude. Mm -hmm. um, and the way she kind of like, you know, handled some of the stuff with Jim, like the, where she got tired of him, but then didn't. And like that could have used some more communication I'm talking yeah. about. But like, again, that's expected at that age. And just the fact that they recovered pretty well. I think that's really important. Like when you have tough times in any relationship, no matter the age, like how you recover from things is really important. Definitely. And I was actually really impressed with how the two of them at that age recovered from something like that. Mm -hmm. And like they're able to kind of like continue moving forward and not in a way that was compromising their identity or compromising yeah. things about them. Um, the so memory that sticks out the most to me is when Ashley and Jimmy want to have sex after yeah. the accident. And it just they seem like they're communicating so well about it. And Even when Jimmy was through it. being a jerk. Yeah. Like kicked her out. Yeah. Because they couldn't have sex. Bad, yeah. yeah. Just the fact that they could go back and have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Should we move into Craig then since we started a little yeah. bit already? Yeah. Let's yeah. do Craig. So Craig. Let's see. Kind of has a flirtation with Emma and Manny at the very beginning of his mm -hmm. story arc, and nothing really comes for it come from it except for a date with Manny where they have two different ideas of what happened. Do you remember this one? Mm -mm. Oh, it's one of my absolute favorite episodes. Gosh, I'm gonna have to go back and look. I think it's season two, so this okay. is before Manny has her makeover. Yes. Um, and they go out on a date, and they are, you don't see the date at all. You just see them recollecting about the date later. And Manny thinks it's the most magical thing that ever happened. <laughs> and Craig is just like, he looks like he saw a ghost when he's talking about it. He's just like, I don't know what happened. Like she throws 
a ball like carnival was there and she like throws a ball and it bounces back and hits him in the head and like there's like a ton of stuff that goes wrong that like um, they see very differently and it's not so differently that it's like um, unrealistic mm-hmm. you could actually see them each having like their own like, perspective, perspective it, yeah. on what happened just because manny is so wrapped up in craig and craig by the end of it, Craig says something along the lines of Manny reminds me of my six-year-old half-sister, mm-hmm. which is, I think, kind of an Easter egg type joke because that actually is Manny's sister. Um, the, 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 um, the girl that plays Angie oh. is Manny's sister in real life. Super cool. Yeah, so I think that was like a little joke, like, oh, it reminds me of my sister. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I get it. Um, so that doesn't like go super well. Nothing comes of that. Um, oh gosh, the episode ends with Manny trying to cheer Craig up because Craig's kind of been like cold towards her because he doesn't like the date very much. So she like does this whole like um, locker decoration of Craig and Craig like is just like so distraught and Manny's like, what, you don't like your locker? And he's like, no, I don't like you. And that's <gasps> how the episode ends. <laughs> or it's like, it's no, it's you that I don't like. Oh my god! And then they do the zoom in on Manny's face, and the episode ends. And then they date later. They do, yeah. So she goes through. She has her makeover, where she goes from cute to hot. It's kind of her. And I, it's very funny watching this as an adult because I remember as a kid watching and being like, "Wow, she really changed." And yeah. As an adult watching, it's like, "Oh, she still looks like she's 12. <laughs> um, so they she goes through her makeover. Um, Craig and Ashley are dating, and then everything hits the wall with this. So Craig and Ashley have a fight related to um, basically whether or not they were going to have sex. And then him sharing that with Spinner and her finding out, and this whole thing kind of happens. And then um, Manny kind of moves in on Craig while Craig's upset, and they hook up. And then they kind of like continually hook up and kind of Manny wants Craig to break up with Ashley. And they kind of, he's dating two women at once for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it all hits the fan. Mm-hmm. And then Craig dates Ashley after that again. So Ashley forgives him and Craig dates. So many back and forth. So many back and forth. And then Ashley leaves for London. Craig has a second manic episode. Craig's uh, diagnosed bipolar a little mm-hmm. bit earlier. Um, and then Craig dates Manny again while he's kind of doing his um, uh, music thing. Then Craig does cocaine. Yes. Manny wasn't a fan of that. Um, so they break up. And then in the very last time you see Craig is in the Degrassi Goes to Hollywood movie, where Craig is dating a model, Yvonne or Yvette or something like that. And... He's leading Ellie on the entire episode because oh Ellie was super into Craig for a long yeah. time, like obsessed with Craig. And then so she, he's leading Ellie on the whole time. And then he's like, oh, this is my girlfriend. Oh, my um, And then I don't know if he breaks up with her or not, but at the end, him and Ellie make out at the airport and they kind of like leave the door open to a potential relationship. Okay. So Craig is just kind of back to. I don't know what Craig's doing. Just being Craig. So my ending for Craig is at the very end, he stays, he stays single, is learning that I'm not doing very great in relationships. I'm cheating. I'm um, 
very wrapped up in the relationship with like with Ashley. He was mm-hmm. he was so dependent on Ashley that it kind of like really um, affected him after um, she just wanted she wanted to let them take some space. That I think Craig needs to do some some searching on his own. Yeah. Kind of like what, with Marco, what you said. I think he needs to. So that's my um, ending for Craig is that he realizes that, like, you know, I need to figure out what I want. Because I think he's searching for what he wants in different people. Mm-hmm. And I think he needs to kind of, like, almost grieve the fact that there isn't a perfect partner. Yeah. Like, just the idea that when you choose a partner, you're giving up other people, other partners. Unless he was interested in kind of, like, polyamory or something along those yeah. lines but you can i think if he even was in a relationship like that he would still cheat i think that's just kind of like part of his processing like yeah. he needing to kind of like learn um, basically what is it that he wants and kind of like grieving the fact that he can't have everything even if he is in a polyamorous relationship with mm-hmm. multiple people like he's not going to have everything he wants in relationships yeah. and kind of learning that and grieving that almost what about you what did you have I love your your results. I had changed the story mm-hmm. to where Ellie, when Ellie was in the band, uh-huh. like Craig broke up with Manny, and then they just stayed together. Craig yeah. and Ellie did, because um, like yeah, you knew that Ellie loved him. Ellie was super into him, and like was not making like not like playing hard to get or like no. not making it seem like she wasn't. She was pretty clear that she was. Yes. Like, yeah. And he kept leading her on, and that was frustrating for me. So I just changed it all and made. <laughs> yeah. So instead of him leading her on, they actually got together. Yes. Yeah. That's no. not a bad one. I think they actually had a they had a pretty good relationship from what it seemed like. Yeah, they were very close. Yeah. Uh, I felt like Craig could talk to Ellie about yeah. things that he couldn't talk to other people about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellie was always supportive. Yeah. Except. I think Craig has Ellie wrapped around his finger a little bit. Yeah, that's what I worried about with them. Yeah, Yeah. especially with the cocaine thing when he lies to her and says that it's Manny's. And And she's dating Jesse at that time. Yeah. And she's still really caught up in Craig. Mm -hmm. Just if if Craig was different, just a little different, (laughs) (laughs) I would put them together. And maybe that changes his trajectory. You know, maybe if he... Instead of leading her on and sees her as a potential dating partner mm-hmm. and kind of like can connect in that way, he doesn't necessarily kind of like go down this other path. Yeah. I think Ellie could have really helped him. Yeah. Not that she should have to, but True. Yeah. But I think it would have been good for him. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Manny was any help. No. No. That just seems superficial. And that was another one where Manny was just super into Craig. And yeah. it was really kept them going and everything else it seems mm-hmm. like yeah but i like your idea yeah i think just soul searching he was the one i was struggling a with a lot him and um there's one other character that i really just struggled with like i, like, I don't know where to, where to go with this one um and then i was just like you know what he doesn't have to end up with someone he needs to figure some stuff out especially just because like in the very last time you see him in the movie where he's got a girlfriend and like leads ellie out like very yeah. clearly leading and then makes out with her at the end. It's just like, you know what? I think it's supposed to be like Gosh, a moment. And I'm just like upset. I was, by the way, Degrassi Goes Hollywood is just not a great representation of characters. Paige has a terrible storyline in it too. Oh. She becomes a jerk and like him, her and Marco aren't friends by the end of it. It's just like, it's terrible. 
It's, huh. so, it's, not, it's not a great swan song for them. Not like spin ring on my getting married. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's your turn. Okay, let's talk about Ellie since we let's were talk just talking about, about her. Ellie's a favorite of mine. Yes, mine too. Yeah. I she changes so much from the first time you see her mm-hmm. to season seven. Yeah. Okay, so Ellie flirts with Craig. Yes. She really likes Craig. Mm-hmm. Her and Jimmy have like this cool friendship thing going mm-hmm. on. And then she dates Jesse in college yep. and she has a thing with Marco for a little bit. Yeah. Is that all of them? I think so. She basically is... Oh, no, Sean. Oh, yes. Sean. Yes, yeah. she dates Sean. After the Breakfast Club episode. Yeah. So they have the Breakfast Club episode, and then they get together, and then they break up because Sean, after the shooting, Sean goes back to his parents. Yes. It's like a beach. And I'm glad that they didn't stay together. Oh, interesting. You liked them? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to say who I well, put. Yeah, I was going to say, I first wanted to mention, like, she tends to like going after people that she's not like that are like not interested in her. Like that just like unattainable, like the thing with Marco and like they started off very good, but like it was getting to the point where it was kind of very clear that Marco was still figuring himself out. And like Ellie was kind of almost like doing a favor with kind Mm -hmm. of like being um, his kind of like fake girlfriend. Yeah. But also was really kind of holding out that Marco, and then, even though Jimmy was probably not a bad potential partner for her, she was just lusting after Craig. And for a long time, that was really it. She was just so into Craig. And then she dates Jesse, who's also pretty terrible. He's the worst. He's such a jerk. He's not as bad as Peter, but he is pretty bad. He just kind of like uses that power over her as yeah. an editor and like cheats on her and is pretty mean to her also. And it's just that. Ah, not a also, she was way more into him than he was into her. Yes. Same idea. So she just kind of tended to go after people who were not all that interested in her or be interested in people that were interested in her. Yeah. So uh, did you want to go first or do you want me to? I put her with Jimmy. Okay. I would have changed her. So now she's with Craig and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. But if she would have... Kind of let Craig go. Her and Jimmy had a really cool thing there for a they while. Did. Yeah. Um, they bar- They brought out really great things in each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, she helped him see a new part of himself. Yes. It was so great. Yeah. That artsy side yeah. because he was focused so much on this mm-hmm. athletic side. Yeah. And after the shooting, he, he couldn't be what he wanted to be anymore. Right. Um, Finding a new identity. Yeah. yeah. And she really helped him through that and helped foster that. And supported him through it all um, and tried to get him to go to things and mm-hmm. see if he would like it or not. But it never felt pushed. No, definitely not. Yeah. It just felt like she was helping him through, yeah. figuring out what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I think Jimmy liked her too. Yeah. They flirted Jimmy was a lot. pretty into her. And this was while Jimmy was dating Hazel, who I don't like. <laughs> but you could tell that Jimmy liked Ellie more than Hazel. Yeah. He like painted her. Yeah, accidentally. Accidentally, yeah. He says. Right. Yeah, I I actually, I thought about that a lot when I wrote this, because I actually thought they would have been good together. 
as well. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like felt bad for Jimmy and stuff like that. He was pretty into her and like asked her out because like Ashley kind of pushes him to. Yeah. But he was still kind of in that place of like no one's going to want to date me. I'm mm-hmm. mature. He was still like, you know, maybe a year or two after, not even. Yeah. So he was still getting used to that. And I wasn't interested, which was kind of too bad. It was. But I did not go the same route as you. So <laughs> my rewrite is that one, I got to write that there's no school shooting. So that, oh, that didn't happen in my okay, that makes sense. in my yeah. rewrite. And her and Sean stay together because of that. Okay. So I actually liked her and Sean together. I thought it was one, it's the only time that Ellie is interested in someone like that isn't like completely not interested in her. Yeah. So like that's a that's good a call. that's a good sign of growth in, in some way. And like I don't know, they live together, like briefly. You because do. um Sean was on his own, and then Ellie was having troubles with her mom. Mm-hmm. I actually was, like, super impressed with how they handled that. Like, it didn't start well that, like, Sean threw a party and someone got alcohol poisoning. Like, it got really bad at first, but just the fact that they were able to kind of, like, at that age, live together and kind of, like, I don't know, just managing that is yeah. really impressive. That was impressive. And you learn later that despite the fact they lived together, they never had sex they like talked mm-hmm. about it and like i think that would be like really difficult as a teenager yeah sean was so good about that he was he was like he was very so respectful about, about things like that um they were always checking in on each other about things like mm-hmm. she would check in on him about how he was doing um there was a couple like when they have that episode where sean goes back to wasega beach ellie is kind of able to kind of like have him talk about things mm-hmm. in a different way because he was really angry he like went away jet ski or whatever and went off and had to get saved and just having a so much anger overcoming him and then she was able to kind of like go back to him and talk to him afterward yeah and there's a scene in that one earlier where he's sean is super angry and he wants to go yell at his mom and ellie's like maybe this isn't the best idea right now and emma's like no go do it go be angry Mm -hmm. and ellie's kind of like the more like no let's let's process your feelings a little bit and then and she's so good at that. And she is. And he checks in with her about how she's doing, how home life was going before mm-hmm. they moved in, um, about her cutting. Um, he checked in about that stuff, yes. too. And Yeah, when she brought her case. Yeah. And he asked her about it. Yeah. And not in a way that was like, I always felt like with Ashley and Craig, Ashley was taking care of Craig. Mm-hmm. When it came to his diagnosis of bipolar disorder. Yeah. I never got that sense from Ellie and Sean either. They were, like, taking care of each other. I just felt like it was, like, a mutual, like, checking in, like, respectful. Yeah. It wasn't one was kind of being the parent when Mm -hmm. they were both partners. So I really liked Ellie and Sean together. Uh, This is hard for me because I love Ellie so much. Yeah. It's hard to kind of um, put her in, like, any situation, like, any Mm -hmm. kind of relationship and kind of, like, say, like, this is the one care about Ellie so much. Yes. But I think that her and Sean would have been together. Where do you think they would have gone in the future? Because that's why I didn't put them together. I didn't see their future happening. That's a good question. I think that um, based on who Sean is and who is, I think it would have kind of followed Ellie's kind of trajectory. Like Sean could be a mechanic or go in the army mm-hmm. or whatever the case was and Ellie can still kind of do her thing. Ellie stayed in Toronto 
for school. So like, yeah, they would, that's true. Didn't move away. Um, so, what was it about the future that you don't think? Like, I don't know. Like they just goals or? yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just had a feeling like mm-hmm. it didn't seem like it was gonna last long term. I think they're really great friends. Yeah, and that could be great for both of them. But I didn't see the romantic part lasting. Gotcha. You didn't see like the the feels and yeah. the chemistry lasting. I could see that. When he when Sean came back after the shooting, he had no interest in talking to Ellie. Mm-hmm. He, it, Emma even says, like, why aren't you going back with Ellie? I have a boyfriend. Like, why are you still after me? And he's still more interested in her. Like that was still the one that got away more so than Ellie was. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought they were a lot more um positive communicating then I'll agree with you there than any of Ellie's other relationships and even then Sean and Emma Sean and Emma were great at communicating but they had some stuff come up too mm-hmm. which if Ellie and Sean had continued dating on the TV show they would have had problems because it's a TV show they would, have, they would have added drama yeah. in there where <laughs> it wasn't but because it was kind of short lived actually it wasn't super short lived it was about a year that they dated but because of the way it ended it just wasn't the opportunity to kind of like throw drama between the two of them. Yeah. So it, it just looked like they had a very good relationship until something happened. Mm-hmm. And it was a very mature decision for Sean to kind of like, I need to like take some time after this traumatic thing happened in my life. And Ellie was disappointed, but supportive. And She's just so great. She is. She really is. She was definitely, um, she has some moments like in the later seasons where I just kind of roll my eyes at her, but like I really liked her a lot. She was my favorite for a mm-hmm. long time. She had that kind of sass and very quick witted that I really liked. Yeah. All right. So is it my turn now? I think so. Okay. Let's do. Let's do Manny. Manny Santos. Yeah. So we talked about her a little bit already in terms of like being so into Craig. Yes. Dating Craig. Uh, well, yeah, kind of like being the other woman for Craig. And then dating Spinner, briefly. Yes, very briefly. Um, the Spinner thing kind of happening with a fight between Spinner and Craig. Do you remember that? Yes. Spinner and Craig basically fight over Manny. Yep. Which was... And Paige gets upset. Yeah, because Paige was dating Spinner at the yes. time. And Craig, was he dating actually at the time? Ooh, I don't, I don't I, know. I think they might have. I'm not sure. Um, but they, he wasn't with Manny at that time. Mm-hmm. And then they broke up after the shooting because Manny found out about Spinner's role in the shooting. And Manny dated Craig again. And then Manny kind of flirts with Damien, but never really like gets together yeah. with Damien. Manny starts dating Jay. Yes. And eventually they break up. So in the movie, you find out that Manny starts dating one of her professors. Oh, shucks. Yeah. He's, like, textbook um, abusive. Like, you don't see him actually, like, hit her or anything like Mm -hmm. that, but he's very controlling about what she does. He puts her down a lot and, like, tries to isolate her from her friends and stuff. Just a terrible, terrible person. Mm -hmm. Um, They break up, thank goodness, and she gets back with Jay. So they kind of, her and Jay are kind of at the end there together. Okay. So, why don't you start with this one? Because I'm, I'm actually pretty proud of this one. I'll save it for the end. 
Okay, I just put her with Jay because I really like them. Really? Together. Okay, I thought about it, but I I just don't like Jay. I don't like Jay either, but like he really came around in season seven. He did. He supported her with her acting career. Mm-hmm. Um, really got along with her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, surprisingly, her dad yeah. doesn't like anyone. <laughs> but <laughs> he liked him. A- and that was a, such a funny way to start dating. Like Manny starts dating just to like make her dad upset, and then turns out her dad loves him. Yeah. Yeah, I put them together. I liked okay. them. Uh, I felt like they they got each other. Yeah. There's a part of the movie though that drives me crazy. Uh-oh. And the grassy goes Hollywood. So this isn't like Manny's going out movie, but it's the first movie mm-hmm. where I think they're fighting or broken up or something happens between the two of them. And Jay, or she has to bring this like um, audition tape to her uh, um, to the college, so she yeah. can audition to be in the school. And Jay exchanges that tape with a sex tape. Yes. And like that, that to me is that's too inexcusable. That's that's too much. See, I saw that as just like an anger thing because he immediately corrects it. He. It's like it was a very quick thing, and he should have taken time to calm down. True, but I think that's on the same level as Ashley and Jimmy. Mm. Like Ashley, like yeah, like this is a breakup move. That's not a we're yeah. fighting move. That's not a like let's try to reconcile move. That's a like that's a we're breaking up move. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty intense. And there's a couple other things like him lying about his parents, which oh, I yes. can kind of see, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were definitely some red flags that I saw there. I didn't like her with shop. anyone else. I didn't either. So you ready for this? Is she by herself too? Nope. This is um, a storyline I rewrote. So okay. Manny and Craig get together at that at Paige's birthday party mm-hmm. after Craig and Ashley have a fight. Okay. So Manny had just broke. Oh, she also dates Sully, who's also a terrible human being, who's only in a few episodes. So she breaks up with Sully right before this party. So she's kind of sad at this party while everything's going on. You know who else might be sad at that party? Because the party took place at Ashley Kerwin's house. And Jimmy Brooks, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he attends that party for Paige's birthday. But it's also like, man, it's really hard being in my ex-girlfriend's house with her new boyfriend. So he starts talking to Manny. And though, even though it kind of starts out of them being sad, they start to like grow closer and Jimmy and Manny end up together. Ooh. So that's my... That didn't even cross my mind. Honestly, Manny took me a super long time to come up with because I was I was honestly just going to give her the correct treatment and say she stays single. But I was like, wait a second. There could be another character that I'm not thinking about. So I went through the list and I was like, okay. Good call. What about Jimmy? Like Jimmy is... I, I don't know how often they interact. <laughs> Yeah. So I can't really speak to why I think this would work. I think it's just because, like, I think Jimmy's really respectful. Yes. He's a good boyfriend. And she um, needs that. And she needs that. And I think that putting her with Jimmy, and this is before Jimmy's shot, before he starts dating Hazel even, so, like, Jimmy's single, it's not, like, a, a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that um, Manny would be into Jimmy as well. I think that it's not, like, a... It's not like I tried to put her with Toby or something like that. Yeah. Like, that there just wouldn't be any chemistry or like mm-hmm. she'd be like really dating down in terms of looks or something like yeah. that. Or 
dating someone who she was like clearly friends with and not interested in. Like they just never had this like crossing paths. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what would happen if they did cross paths? Which is interesting because she dated Spinner and Spinner and Jimmy. Well, that I was when Spinner and Jimmy were friends. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it was, it was such a brief Spinner yeah. and Manny. And I wasn't really a huge fan of that either. Me neither. So thanks. Again, I don't have a whole lot of reason. It's just kind of a call it fan fiction, I guess. Of I love it. Danny and Jimmy together. So we have time for about one more. Okay. We're coming up on the hour mark here. So I'll give you the honor of picking our very last one. Let's do Spinner. Let's We've do Spinner. Okay. Um, Spinner starts by kind of almost being into Terry. In the dance, but they never get together. Mm -hmm. He and Paige kind of have a flirtation for a while. Um, then Paige unfortunately gets sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. um, and they kind of go in different directions. Eventually, though, Paige and Spinner do get together. I think that's Spinner's first girlfriend. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And then he dates Manny mm -hmm. after he gets like just tired of Paige. And then he dates Darcy. Yes. And then he dates Jane. I think I'm missing one. And then he ends up with Emma. Then he ends up, yeah, he ends Gosh. up with married to Emma at the very end. And Holly J is into him too at one point. Oh. I think it was while him and Jane were dating. But Holly J is like very like um, crushing on Spinner because Holly J starts dating the dot. And that's the episode that Spinner gets shot. Oh, okay. Interesting episode. But yeah, eventually Spinner and Jane break up and he gets married to Emma. Not who I would have put him with. Yeah, no. So who did you put him with? I put him with Jane. Yeah. I really like Same. Jane. They they worked so well together. They, they had similar kept, interests. They would allude to how Jane was basically a female version yes. of Spinner. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. They were really fun together. He was really supportive of her, even when she was going through, like, the thing with the football team mm -hmm. where they were, like, being awful to her and abusing her and putting her in a really terrible situation and... Spinner, like, he got angry, which isn't, you know, always super helpful. But, like, mm -hmm. he was super supportive also. Yeah. And she was there for him during his cancer. Yeah. That's a big one. Like, that was the beginning of their relationship. Yes. He has cancer. Yeah. Like, that's a tough way to start a relationship. And they they worked through it pretty well. Mm -hmm. Like, he had some moments where he was struggling with it. But she was always trying to, like, get him to, like, talk about it. Yeah, there were some hiccups. But... Yeah, for sure. But yeah, my rewrite was that she doesn't cheat on him with um, Declan, I think his name is. Because that's what breaks them up, is mm -hmm. she cheats on him. Yeah. Dramas. Dramas. And then she, and then Spinner doesn't find out until like way after the cheating happened. So the cheating happened, she stops it. It happened for like a couple weeks. It wasn't like extensive, but um, he finds out like later at, during the movie. And that's part of what starts Spinner being really upset. Along with the dot being burned down. <laughs> that's why Emma and Manny and Jay try to cheer him up. And then that's why he gets married. And then he marries Emma. And then Jane like tracks him. Jane like comes from New York back to Toronto to like stop the wedding. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what happens? She basically she walks up to him while he's in his tux about to get married. This is so funny that I get to tell you this. Unless you want to watch it. Yeah, please tell it? Okay. me. So um, Jane basically like sees Spinner and like all this 
like she's so worked up about like we're stopping this wedding. Basically, the second she sees Spinner, she like realizes that it's not a good idea. And like it gives them closure, I guess, mm-hmm. on their breakup. But it was it was just very strange because like Jane like was like on a mission to yeah. get to this to stop this wedding. And then all of a sudden she sees Spinner and is like, oh, this isn't a good idea. Go marry Emma. Go have a good life. And then Manny sees it, which is kind of funny. So Manny sees Jane like saying goodbye to Spinner and thinks that like thinks the worst. Of course. It's, you know. It's a drama. It, it, it had to it had to happen. <laughs> but he ends up going through with the wedding and with Emma and Jane just kind of like hangs out and goes on with her life, I guess. Yeah. I think Jane was like valedictorian or something. She was like really impressive student, really impressive like uh, in lots of ways. And I don't know. I like them together. Definitely some hiccups, but yeah. I, I had the same thing. Perfect. I'm glad we ended on yeah. agreeing. <laughs> Do you want to go through just real quickly and other things we have just like rapid fire? Not yeah. Talking about? Okay. You, you want to start or do you want to go nope, first? No, you can go okay. first. So Jimmy Brooks, we didn't talk about. I have Jimmy uh, staying with Trina at the end. I like them together. Oh, yes. I like them together too. Mostly because they weren't around long enough to have something dramatic happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. What happened. Very true. Um, Hazel. I just wrote that the shooting doesn't happen and she stays with Jimmy just because she threw in a lot of options. Hazel, I think, was kind of underutilized. As a yes. Character. She had like one storyline. Yep. The entire show. She and was then on the it's show just Paige again. Yeah. Um, we talked about Craig. We talked about Marco. We didn't talk about Paige. No, we didn't. So I have, um, I cheated with Paige. So I, gave, I, I did two rewrites with Paige. Okay. So one that she doesn't go to that party with Dean. So she doesn't, she ends up going on the date with Spinner instead of going to that party. Yeah. So one, she doesn't get assaulted and doesn't have to go through that. And two, and the other rewrite I did is Spinner doesn't get tired of her. Because that was such a terrible, like, that the way so they broke up was so weird. He just totally changed how yeah. he interacted with her. And Spinner is such a good boyfriend. Like, for as bad as Spinner is to other people, he's a pretty good boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And was a very good boyfriend to Paige, was so supportive through all she went through. Yes. And, um... And then just to kind of like, they kind of played it up as like him being upset about his car being totaled. Mm-hmm. But like really it was, he just didn't like her anymore. Yeah. It was very strange. I did not like it. Anyway. Terry McGregor, I had her just getting with Spinner in season one during that time where the dance, I don't know if that would have continued, but who knows. Jay I have with Manny. Toby. The rewrite I have is that Kendra doesn't get written off the show. He starts dating Spinner's sister. Oh, okay. And then Kendra just never comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, JT just doesn't die. That's, that was my rewrite. He stays with Mia. Um, but he's going to go tell Liberty how he felt. I never liked him and Liberty. Okay, me neither. Good. So, I have JT with Mia, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that Liberty was so... And I think that... Well, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, and then lastly, I have Liberty... The rewrite I have for Liberty is that JT isn't so um, self-conscious about the size of his penis and uses mm. a regular size condom and they don't get pregnant. Yes. So I think a lot of that is where things started to get wrong, where she stopped kind of appreciating the things that made JT JT. Yeah. Like he was just, he was always, you know, a goofball. And then she also hated that about him because yeah. things changed. So what do you got? Okay. So I put JT and Mia together. JT okay. loves kids. Yeah, as a kid, yeah. that seemed to go very well. I thought they were good together. 
Yeah. Um, I I agree with the page and spinner thing. I, I wish that would have switched or changed. Um, but if I couldn't rewrite it, then I'd put it with put her with Alex because I just really wanted them to work. I did too. But they were so different. They were they were not good for each other. But were, I really wanted them to work. I was the same way. I like I wanted to include them, but uh, Alex was just so different. But I Paige. think Alex was on her way to. She just wasn't at the same place as Paige. Yeah. But I think it could have worked out in the future. That's true. I could definitely see that. You know, like Alex kind of changed her life. Quite she a bit. did. In the later seasons. And so I think they just kind of, maybe if, yeah, met at the wrong time if they would have tried later on down the road. Yeah. Theirs was one where it was like the chemistry and the cuteness was there, but like that, that communication piece wasn't good. Yes. Yeah. The communication was not good. Um, I put Liberty with Damien, which is the guy that cheats on Emma. They... They're so similar. They are. People. Yeah. They're like they fight for valedict- valedictorian. Yeah. Um, they seem like they're going in the same direction mm-hmm. with their life. And then I put Darcy and Peter together. As much as I dislike Peter and I wanted him to be with no one, yeah. Darcy and him work. They did. And he was very supportive after all that Darcy went yeah. through. Man, I just hate Peter. I do too. But someone like he did change a lot when he, he was with Darcy. He did, and he was a better person. Mm-hmm. Did they? They broke up, right? Because oh, Darcy goes to Africa. Oh yes, something. yeah. Yeah, and then Peter starts dating Mia. Did you not get that far yet? No. <laughs> yeah, Peter and Mia start dating. That doesn't go great either, from what I remember. They weren't bad together. I just could not see them together. Yeah. I just had trouble with Peter, like, continually, like, starting to date people, even though he was just awful. Yes. Especially Emma. There's no reason Peter and Emma should have dated. No. No reason at all. Terrible. That was... Terrible date. Especially after what he did with Manny. Yeah. Like, her best friend. He filmed her best friend, like, naked, and then distributed it to the school, and then Emma starts dating him later. Bad decision, Makes zero sense. Zero sense. Ugh. Awful. Yes. Very... I think that's all I had. Yeah. Did I didn't do Terry or um, yeah. Hazel. Okay. I just didn't have enough storyline from yeah, them the to put them with there. anyone. Yeah. And Terry had just a really rough dating experience. And then Toby is barely, like, he's in the show, but he's really not in the show. Yeah. They write, they basically write him off after season two or three. He's basically really yeah. in it. He's in it every once in a while. Yeah. So I didn't put him with anyone either. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Worth mentioning. I think we got all the main people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our. Uh, any last words or anything? No. Okay, I have one more for you, actually. Oh. Okay. So, teenage Sarah Kuborn starts at Degrassi. Yes. Where does she end up? Who does she date? What's her storyline? Oh, who's the person? What's your storyline for Sarah Kuborn at Degrassi? Okay, let's see. I probably definitely would have crushed on Craig. Right. Uh, Ellie would have been my best friend. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Maybe Ashley, too, honestly. Mm -hmm. Manny would have... I I probably wouldn't have ever talked to her. 
I probably would have gotten myself into a bad situation with Jay just because <laughs> I wasn't very smart when I was younger. Uh, so something like what happened with Emma probably would have happened. Uh, but I don't think I would end up with any of them. Any of these people. Marco probably would have been my best friend too. Okay. Um, so you would have hung out with Marco and Ellie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would have lived with them in their house when they went to college. <laughs> you would have been there instead of Paige, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. worked. But I don't see myself dating anyone. Okay. I mean, I'm definitely very attracted to Alex. Mm-hmm. She's got that bad girl thing mm-hmm. going on. But it would not have worked. <laughs> and everyone else is fine. Yeah. I just wasn't very High school, you to wouldn't them. have been. Yeah. Craig would have been the top one. Yeah. Because I loved, I loved musicians. I mean, I still mm-hmm. do. I'm married to one. So fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Damien, if he wouldn't have been such a not okay guy. Yeah. With the sexual romantic stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, like intelligence as yeah. well. So I thought he was like witty and kind of a fun yeah. character. He was just. He was. Yeah. I mean, it seems like everybody has to be in a drama. That's true. At some point, which is sad. Yeah. What's your story, Eric? What would, what would your life be like? Gosh. Um, so high school me would have been way too shy to talk to anyone probably. So I have to figure out what to work around that. Um, with, with, I wouldn't have been friends with Sean. Like when I watched the show as a kid, I really didn't like Sean. I got, a, mm-hmm. I gained a greater appreciation of him as an adult, but like I wouldn't have liked him. Um, I don't know. Maybe I would have been friends with Craig, but Craig's kind of weird. I probably more like would have been friends with JT more than anything else. Maybe Jimmy. I think Jimmy and JT would be the ones I'd be want to be friends with because mm-hmm. of like sports and like yeah. things like that. Um, in terms of dating though, someone have to be really like, it would have to be someone more like outgoing that would have to like go after me more than I go after them. I was way too shy. Yeah. So it'd have to be someone really outgoing. I don't know who that would be. Paige. Paige. Yeah. Let's go with that. Paige. Um, because I don't think, as much as I loved Ellie, I don't think Ellie would have ever been outgoing enough where that would have been a romantic thing. We just yeah. would have talked, probably, unless we had enough mutual friends. Um, Manny is pretty outgoing. Manny's pretty outgoing. Let's, let's go with Manny. Yeah, I think that, that'd be yeah. a better fit. I'll take that. Because Paige was outgoing, but I don't think she would have gone for someone like really shy. and like No. Because like, I would definitely not have been like, super popular in this crowd mm-hmm. there's too many attractive people at the school for me to like yeah seriously you know and like i think that like based on like where they started like they didn't like try to do that like for like the queen bee popular like most attractive girl like Paige isn't like over the top attractive like, no she's pretty normal body size and stuff and i thought that was kind of cool too and then you know emma and manny well emma was pretty awkward looking and then grew into someone who was yeah. good looking and manny kind of the same way Liberty too. Liberty 
Yeah. They all just kind of like, those early teen years. Whoever was the casting director them. for the show like could see the potential. Yes. So these involved. people are going to be very attractive. And thanks to you for listening today. If you want to become a part of Relevation Nation and get daily information about romantic relationships, or just want to learn more about Relevate, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash myrelevate, follow us on Twitter at myrelevate, or on Instagram at instagram.com slash myrelevate. Special thanks to our producer and the composer of our opening music, Denzel Jones. See you next time.